0: Thanks for checking out the PowerPlace audio podcast. The PowerPlace exists to help you encounter the Lord's presence daily, to empower you with His Spirit and His Word, so that you can engage your world. Here at the PowerPlace, we believe the Bible from cover to cover. And our prayer is that as you listen, the absolute truth of God's Word would bring complete freedom to every area of your life. The PowerPlace exists to help people encounter His presence daily, to empower, but be empowered by His Spirit and His Word, so that we can engage with your world, with our world. And I, I believe that what God's doing in us and through us is more powerful now than it ever has been, which makes me understand that we're closer to the end than we ever have been. So we need to, we need to realize as a church that we're walking in days that are close to the end, so we must act as such. Uh, it, it's amazing to me to see the season that the church is in um, compared to the season that the world is in. Um, it's, it, when you look at them parallel and you see, you know, kind of the same things going on, it's like the world is falling apart and the church is getting stronger. See the, the church doesn't read the newspaper. The church reads the word. It's still black and white, but it just has meaning. See the, the, the difference between the world and the church is the world goes by what they see. The church goes by what they know. There's a difference. There's a there's a big difference. And and it's it's crazy. I've I've been praying. Um, you know, we're we're in this new series, new era. There's a new era. We're 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 in a new era, we're not entering a new era. Go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, We're not entering it. We're in it. We're not entering yet. It, it. Enough of the church, you know, talking about where we're going to be. We're not going to be there, we're in it. When you when you look around this morning during worship. Go ahead and just say to yourself, this is what revival looks like. This is, this is what revival looks like. It looks like a breaking out of praise. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. When, when I was uh, praying over this, this sermon uh, for today, um, Pastor Zane Anderson had come in and released the prophetic word over the house. We were entering a new era, and we're in it. Um, and so, uh, you know, as, as I was praying, I was going over what Pastor Zane had released over the house, and God said, I want to add one to it. And I was like, okay, you want to add one to it? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah. He said, you're entering a new era of worship. And it's crazy because I was praying for today and look what happened this morning during worship. Things started coming out. There was a prophetic word spoken over our staff um, that, that there was uh, they, they had a visual, a picture of a house with, a, with, a, uh, with a, 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 a chimney. And out the chimney, instead of smoke, which was the house we're sitting in right now, out of the chimney was coming music notes instead of smoke. And they spoke over the house and they said, God's going to be prophetically speaking through song in your house. And I love where where God is taking this house prophetically. There's things, there's words being released over the house. Uh, uh, It's pretty common now. Um, And I love it. I love what God's doing in and through us. And I believe that the days that we're in are so strategic for the days that we're headed into And remember that, that we're here and we want to get there, but the only way to get there is to go there. So you have to get up and you have to move, meaning we can't do what we've always done. I can't come into the church and and praise the way I've always praised. I can't come into the church and receive the way I've always received. I can't come into the church and do what I've always done. I have to get out of me and out of my comfort zone and do something new. Well, what does that look like? I don't know. It's different for everyone. What season of life are you in? Are you new? Are you new to the faith? Are you new to this whole journey? Are you new to this whole walk? Then it might look a little different for you than it does for someone that's been in this thing for 20 years. Because see, 20 years of calluses look a lot different than fresh skin. It's a lot easier to tell a new believer, this is what you do, and then say, okay, I'll try it. And then to tell a 20-year-old callus, hey, you gotta change some things. Oh, ah, uh, mm, nah, mm. I got these calluses on purpose. I've been doing the same thing over again. It's a regimen. No, 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 no. We're entering... Sorry, we've entered a new era. And with that comes new action. A new era of worship. What does that look like? Man, a breaking out in his praise. We're literally praising him. And so when we come into the house this morning was a perfect example of that. It's I've got to do more when I'm in his presence because all I want to do is please him. So my attachment to comfort in my body is no longer. That's why you see Petey Cavasini over here jumping. He can't control himself. He's like, you know, he, he just, he goes back and forth and it's like a loop. You know, he's right, right back and then, and then a loop and then he's right, right back. Yo, give it up for Petey Cavasini. He worships and he doesn't care about you. I love it. I love Petey because literally he eliminates you when he walks in the room. And that's the, real, that's the real definition of a believer. You eliminate the people, because it's not about them. Come on, we're, one of our unique characteristics here is that we're a presence-driven church. That means the only thing we're worried about is the presence, and you all just show up to enjoy it. That means when we plan, we don't plan for you, we plan for him, and you just get to enjoy what we planned with him. Does that make sense? Wait a second, are you saying you don't, you don't care that I'm new here? No, welcome. It's great to have you. We're so glad that you're here. This this is awesome. Welcome to the party. But we didn't plan it for you. And I think this is where we're so, it's so new for us because it's like, no, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. We're supposed to host people, grace and love. No, 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 no. No. He supplies grace and love. But we show up for his presence. We speak truth and and he shows up because the truth that's being spoken is direct from the word. And that's why I, I love, I mean, I love where Pastor Greg was going last week. How many of you thought he'd like preach the pulpit? Oh, oh my word. So I'm so glad to be a part of a church that doesn't care about offense and cares about truth. And there are so many people uh, that get offended and leave because of one thing, because of one thing. They will take one thing to their grave. I can't stand that church because Miss Julia looked at me and she said, it's true. And it's true. We laugh, but it's It's true. Well, have you been around them? They're all hypocrites. Yeah, people aren't perfect. Jesus is. And if we were a church that hosted perfect people, ooh, ah, ooh, this church wouldn't exist. So that tells me the people that have left over offense from someone was never here for him. Because you see, here's the problem. This is the problem. And I'm I'm going somewhere. I want you to hear me. I want you to understand. Because we're heading into very offensive days. (laughs) All right, there we go. We are headed into some offensive days. Let me tell you. The, The word of God, when you get into revelation, you better watch out. You don't understand. The church right now, we're in easy season. Get ready for revelation. Get ready for when he starts to peel back the layers and say, wake up, church. You better open up your eyes and see. You're walking on dangerous ground. This is dangerous ground. You better, you better put up all guards around you and say, whoa, no, 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 no. Those barriers are there to keep you out. My son, my son, oh, my son, oh, my son. So my son, oh gosh, he has this attachment to stuffed animals. My son has this attachment to stuffed animals. And when he gets them, all my other children start yelling at him, like, hey, give me back my stuffed animal. Then you go chasing him through the house, and it's like, oh, my word, you know, me and Brittany are like, we need to parent better. Like, how how do we stop that, you know? Like, how do we steward our children better? I mean, he, he gets a hold of the stuffed animal, and he just, he takes off, and he tunes me out. My son, he drives me nuts. I'm like, listen, listen to your father. And listen to me when I tell you, this is not your territory, you must drop it. And it's funny because his siblings, he has no care about. When they tell him to give the stuffed animal back, he does not listen. When dad steps in and says, give him back the stuffed animal, He gives it back. It drives me nuts. You put a picture of my son up. Do we have that? (laughs) Wilbur Gary, everybody. Wilbur Gary. Wilbur Gary, you're an idiot. (laughs) He doesn't care about London, Roman, or Sloan. They have no authority over Wilbur. All I hear. And then I come out and Sloan's got him in a headlock while Roman's grabbed his mouth and London's pooling. And he, I mean, he's in it. He's like, this is great. You know, I finally got what I wanted. Sneaks into Sloan's room. Sloan has a basket of stuffed animals. It, honestly, he's a gift to me because I hate stuffed animals. I think they look cluttery. And so he's torn up so many stuffed animals. And it's, it's actually a gift to the father. I, I talk to him in private. I'm like, hey, see Sloan's is open, go get it. It drives me absolutely batty. But, but Wilbur does not care about children and their authority. But the moment I step in, I can be in the bedroom and they're in their bedroom and I can say, Wilbur, drop it. And the moment I say it, he goes. Pfft. And he drops that out of his mouth. The authority of the father It's an immediate obedience. Oh, and I felt this so strong in my spirit. Some of you are walking through with childlike authority and you're trying to get rid of the enemy eating over and over again, the same part of your life, the same part. And this is you, you're on the ground with the dog in the headlock, trying to get the animal out of his mouth, calling all your friends, Hey, I'm going to hold its neck. You pull its mouth. And you're walking through life, struggling over and over again, trying to get the grasp of his jaws off of your stuff. And all you really need to do is say, hey, Dad, you deal with that? It's funny because... Now I'm to the point where I'm like, guys, stop wrestling with him. Just call my name. Like, just, just call me. I'll take care of it. Y'all are wasting your energy. You're wasting your strength. It's a game to him when you step in. He literally looks for Sloan. He's like, I'm going to get her. You know, see, if she's holding a step in, he's like, I'm going to do it. And he'll snatch it right from her arms. He knows. He knows the weakness that she carries. I'm, 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 I'm trying to help you this morning. I'm trying to help you. The devil knows where you're weak. And he will take advantage of anything he can get his jaws on. Ooh. Ooh. And some of you, you actually like the fight. That's why you're happy coming in here on a Sunday, standing during worship, sitting during sermon, maybe snoozing off, and going back to your same regimen. Because you appreciate the fight. You appreciate having to work for money. You appreciate having to work to be happy. You appreciate having to work to have a good family. When God says, hey, I'll give you all of that, <laughs> just give me all of you. You're like, no, I'm fine. I'm great. Everything's okay. Nah, dude, you walking with a limp? Nah, not that. That's great. I've had that from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and God wants to take away... Wilbur Gary, gosh! Entering a new era of worship, God released this, this verse to me when I when I start, when He started to release the, the new era of worship, Psalms forty, verse one. It Says, "I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me, and He heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit. Hmm, <laughs> out of the mud and the mire." He set my feet on a rock and he gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth. This is for the power place. So you need to hear this. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Many will see. You need to hear this. Many will see and fear. Well, I didn't think you were supposed to be afraid of Jesus. No, no, no. You're supposed to be afraid to be away from him. To fear the Lord is to fear being away from his presence. So when you feel his presence, you're automatically drawn to it. There, there is, it's, it's, it's like a magnet system. It's like, I, I feel his presence. I know his presence. I'm his son. Whenever he's in the room, I know he's in the room. I can feel him. I, I, I'm so used to him that when he's around, for me, it's always, right? Whether I'm in the car or I'm doing laundry, or I'm mowing the grass, he's there. He's just, he, he just always seems to be there. I said laundry, I don't do laundry. <laughs> I said that and I was like, I should probably take that back because I don't do laundry. Anyways, <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, I, I, I want to, I'll, I will get there. Uh, but Brittany does all the laundry. She even hang dries everything, it's fantastic. Anyways. I didn't want to lie on stage, you know, (laughs) wherever you're at, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, the Lord's presence wants to be there. And this is, this is one of the biggest disconnects in the church. It's if I'm in the church, he's there. If I'm out of the church, he's not. So I have to be in the church to feel him. I have to be in the church to be around him. And then when I step out of the church, I just have to deal with life. And then when I step back in the church, I feel him again. I feel like everybody here just gets it. Yeah, and you're you're right. But in your car on the way home, he should be there too. When you get home, he should be there too. Well, it's really hard to hear him over my husband screaming. Yeah, that's tough. That is tough. And a lot of us walk through those days when we leave here on a Sunday. Let's be real, let's break down the walls. Let's let's see what actually happens when, when you go home and maybe your home life is absolute trash. That's a real scenario that happens a lot. I'm here to get built up, and that's what this place is for. But understand, I'm eating meat to prepare, you're getting milk. Milk doesn't sustain. Understand. You have to go home. Even if your environment, you, you gotta get this. You have to get this. This could be the change of 2022 for you. You could end out the year letting it be the best year ever. Take the milk you receive here and take it home and turn it into meat for you. Well, my environment's dirty. It's okay. It's Okay. Daily encounters with the Lord matter. So when you have daily encounters with the Lord, automatically you step into a place where His presence is drawn to where you're at. It's not determined by your surroundings, it's not determined by that. It's determined by your obedience. Lord, I'm calling your name, I'm there. Well, Zay, you don't understand, my, my house is really heavy. Then make it light. Light drives out darkness. You cannot be dark when light's in the room. You can't be. Yeah, they can leave, and a frustrated spirit will leave. Hear me. When you walk in the room and you're like, oh, yeah, I, I just feel this so heavy in my spirit, I need to, I, we need to walk through this. I feel like some of you walk into a frustrated home. Let me help you. The Holy Spirit is the only spirit we allow. And so when you walk in the room, holding and, and, and letting the, the Holy Spirit reside in you, all other spirits have to go. So you just be you with the Holy Spirit empowering you and every other spirit will walk out of the room. They have to, they have to. So they might get frustrated and be like, well, you never listen to me. Well, I mean, the spirit just left the room. Be you with the Holy Spirit. Don't be you without the Holy Spirit. That's everybody else. Let them take that. You be you with the Holy Spirit. And change the environment that you walk into. You set the tone. When you walk into the room, the room changes because he's there. Not because you're him, but because you host him. Are you hearing me? We're in a a new day where hearing is not enough. Pastor Zane said this. He said, hearing is not enough. We cannot be just hearers of the word, but we have to be doers of the word. We no longer can sit back. This is not an old school country church where we can just come in, get fed, and then go back and just go back to our old ways. No, 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 no. We are in a day. We are in a day where we cannot just be hearers. We have to be doers of the word. I'm glad three of you agree with me (laughs) because there's gonna be three of us out there. Well, four of us being doers. We have to be doers of the word. No longer can we just come in and get fed and get chubby on the word of God. Some of you are worried that we we give away donuts. You should be worried that you're hoarding God's word. Your spirit's obese. You need to be giving some of it away. That offends me. Sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Really? Really? Some of you are more worried about the calories at the cafe than you are about the calories that you're consuming on a daily basis of secular crap. Yes, yes. Well, don't they know that I'm a vegan and that I'm a vegetarian and that I'm healthy and that I'm gluten-free? Yes. That's why you can bring food into the sanctuary. Bring your old, you know, cooler. I don't know. You're walking in here. Uh, I want to speak to the older generation, and don't be offended, but anybody over the age of 60, I want to talk to you for a second. Anybody that over over the age of 60, I'm going to consider you the older generation because you are the poorers, okay? You're the poorers. Go ahead and tell yourself that because I want you to understand this. You are the poorers, okay? You're the poorers. You are the person that that literally the next generation is being built on. Well, I didn't do a lot. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. That's why we're here. If you're over the age of 60, I want you to consider yourself a poor, and this is what I want you to do. I want you to continually pour. I want you to continually pour. You could have 30, 35, 40 years left in you of pouring. Of pouring, why? Because you've learned a lot. Well, I just became a Christian about 10 years ago. That's fine, that's fine. Take a, take a son of God and teach him how to work on a motor and tell him about God's word while you're doing it. So you've learned something that he doesn't know yet and you can teach him and pour. Teach him how to be calm in a conversation with his wife. Poor. Well, I don't know everything. It's okay, you don't have to. But you know a lot more than a 15-year-old, don't you? You know how to write a check? You just trumped everybody under 20. (laughs) You got more than $35 in your bank account? Boom, you've arrived. You're a poor. And you have wisdom and knowledge that you can attach to the word of God. And you need to pour. Because the next generation is looking, they're hungry, and they're finding answers in all the wrong places. They could come to you. How cool would that be? Keep getting phone calls. Wow. Never thought a 16-year-old would want to call me. Hey, I'm going through something. What 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 do you do about this? Well, when I was 16, gas was 35 cents. <laughs> uh, but we're in the best economy we've ever been in. Uh, <laughs> Uh, lies of the enemy. Anyways, um, <laughs> I can't. James 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. Which God has promised to those who love him. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast. What does the word steadfast mean? Steady, fixed, immovable, steady. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast, steady under trial. Doesn't matter when the world's going crazy, I'm steady. Does it matter when everything's going nuts? Oh, where are we going to be in five years if we're here now? I don't know. But I'm not worried about it. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. Which God has promised to those who love him. Mr. Sheehan's wearing one of those crowns. Me and Brittany were talking about Paul and all that he was for us. Brittany looked at me when we got the news. She said, you know, he was one of your biggest supporters. He would always come to me with with tears in his eyes. Always. Every time. He would come to me with tears in his eyes. He would grab me on each shoulder and he'd pull me in close. He was basically a male version of Christy. (laughs) he he wouldn't, he wouldn't, it's okay, forgive me. He he would pull me in close and and he would literally look at me with tears in his eyes. Oh man, I love him. He'd pull me in. He would say, don't, don't ever stop. He would literally tell me, And know it's not always easy, but you're getting through. This is fedora on. You had to wear the fedora. I mean, come on. Either that or the golf cap. Kangaroo for days. It's those kind of people. You, you gotta hear me. It's those kind of people. He was the next generation speaking into this generation saying, don't give up. Do not give up. What you're doing is right, and you need to push through. Yeah, not everybody's going to love you. Yeah, not everybody's going to like you. I'm used to that. That's okay. Yeah, people are going to send hate mail. That's fine. Yeah, people aren't going to agree. Yeah, that's okay. Yes, the word of God is offensive, but keep going. Son and daughter, you've got to push through the fight because the fight is worth it. It's worth it. And you're not doing this for you. You're doing this for everybody else that's following you. we got to get over ourselves as the church. It's not about us. It's about him. And when we reflect him, everything else just follows. Everything. Oh, Romans 12, verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this world. Do not adapt to the world. Do not become like the world. Do not blend in with the world. When you step in the world, you should look different. Do not be conformed to this world. Stop looking like them. Well, I don't think it was right that you, you posted, the church even posted, about Roe v. Wade. That offends me. So unborn babies getting murdered in the womb offend you? That offends me. I'm offended that you're offended. And the church shouldn't be talking about it? Wait a second. That makes no sense to me. And then, to top it all off, pastors getting up, not wanting to put any offense out there, and I don't want to do this, and I don't want to offend anybody. We're just going to keep quiet about it. It's all good. Are you kidding me? Welcome to 2022. You better have a voice. We've been praying for that for over 50 years. Before I was even around... On the shoulders of those before me, passing down wisdom and discernment from their age and era, saying, hey, we've been praying for this. We're handing this off. My grandfather never got to see that. He went home before it, but he was a part of praying for it. How dare you come against the prayers of those? I'm offended by your offense. If you're watching online, you're offended. I'm offended at you. I just, I can't even wrap my mind around it. That offends me that you're offended about killing babies. Actually that drives me nuts. Actually that ticks me off so much so that I'm gonna be louder about it. Why? Because the Bible is true and nothing else stands in its way. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Do not be conformed to this world Or try to understand their viewpoint. Gosh. This weak Christianity today. Well, we just need to see where they're coming from. Yeah, I know where they're coming from. The tainted, twisted mindset of the devil. Trying to come in. Now listen, I'm telling you, it's okay. It's okay. Understand, these kind of conversations are hard. But here at the power place... (laughs) we value unity. We value health. We lean into intentional conversations because hard conversations lead to health. We do it one-on-one with the staff. We do it one-on-one with some of you that need it. (laughs) Like, yo, you want to lean in? Because we're going to lean in. We've seen some things. It's okay. That doesn't mean we hate them. It doesn't mean we don't like them. It means we actually love them. Hey, let's talk about some things that we've seen. as a, as a child and I know what time it is we're, we're watching this as a child, I would remember I would remember my father being like, "Hey, we need to have a family meeting. I hated family meetings. I, I hated them. And you know what made me into the man I am today is those stinking family meetings. Gosh. Those, those, those hard, like, oh, I wonder what we're going to be talking to you about now. I wonder what we did wrong now. I wonder what they saw that we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you do anything? <laughs> I'd literally just go right to the room before the family meeting and I'd put on every pair of underwear I had. <laughs> like, dude, I didn't play games. I knew if there was a family meeting, I probably did something wrong. It was just normal. And then I get more for doing that. <laughs> dude, I just, it just never clicked. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, your mind being made new. Well, I've always thought this way. You can think different. That's the amazing power that he has. Lord, I don't want to I don't want to be the way I've always been by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. There is nothing perfect on the outside of his will. But in his will, there's perfection. We're not excellent, but we strive for excellence in the perfection of his will. That's powerful. You're telling me if I align with him and everything that he is, then things will start to align? hmm mm mm-hmm. <laughs> It's that simple, it is that simple. Well, Isaiah, are you saying that I have to be like you? Well, no, because that's not on anybody's wish list. (laughs) Let's be absolutely real. But you need to be you at the best of your ability. And this is where a lot of us as Christians will get, get off because we view someone and we're like, if we were like them, then we would be able to be used by God. There's so many times where uh, you, know, you, you watch a, a sermon online or something like this, and you're like, man, maybe I need to, no, 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 go back to the word of God and align with that. And then let that refine you. I remember uh, going to a conference way back. I mean, I was just uh, coming into being a, a kids pastor. Uh, I was 19, and we went out and we were doing a conference and this this, um, student at a college was leading the class and he was talking about preparing to be a a, a speaker. And he said, one of the things I do is I watch a whole bunch of speakers and then I say, God, who do you want me to be? Because I don't wanna just mirror someone else, I wanna be me. They're then, and that's great for them, I personally would like to see Matt Doughton try to do Pete Cavazzini's moves. I'm just saying. Like, that would bring joy. That, that would bring joy. I would love to see Matt Doughton doing Pete Cavasini's worship moves. I think that would be fantastic. But I'm a realist. And I know that that will probably never happen. But I do know that there's areas that Matt can push himself to. Understand. Do you Understand are we are we getting this i mean let's let's go let's go let's go uh, uh 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 i'll I'll just pick on myself there's areas that i know i need to grow in okay i can realize that and do it or i can realize that and hide it it's very simple how do I get to the next? Lord says, renew my mind. Lord, take over what I'm used to and bring me into anew. I love what Pastor Zane said. He, he released this line. He said, mature believers don't have to question everything. Mature believers don't have to question everything. Because a mature believer, when he hears The promises of the word of God, he knows so he doesn't question. Joshua one, verse seven says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. What book is he talking about? The Bible. Meditate on it day and night. Oh, it's a lot of reading. Yeah, but have, have you actually searched how you best connect with God? Or are you just doing what you've always seen? You might connect with God different than the way I connect with God. I just within the last four months have switched the way that I best connect with God in the last four months. I said, I'm going to try something new. I am now connecting with God better than I ever have before. I got, I got released words in the new moments that I'm spending with God, but I had to change my normal. I had to tweak some things. Yes, I was always reading the word of God and yes, I was always praying and yes, I was always worshiping but it looks different now. I changed some things. I changed my environment. I changed where I do it and I changed how I do it. It's okay. Are you growing? Because if you're not growing... That's a problem. If you're not growing, why not question it all? Lord, how do I? How do, how do I best connect with you, Lord? Is it my environment? Where I'm around? What I'm doing? Yeah, if that's what it is, for me, I'm going to give you a little insight. For me, I, I, I'm reading through the one year Bible, and for me, reading it on paper, I just, it, it was there but I went to audio. I'm like over in the corner, like I can't write fast enough. I'm in the room and someone's reading it to me and for some reason it's resonating in a, in a whole new way. Maybe you should try it. How you best connect with God. Daily encounters with the Lord matter. If you're not having them, then you're disconnected from him. And if you think you're going to hear his voice, you're wrong. Isaiah 22, 22, it says, I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Pastor Zane released us over our house. He said he's chosen our house. His hand and favor is on the house. He said you're graduating to another level. He said you've passed the test. Some of you need to hear this. He said, you've been faithful with this and God is going to give you that. Well, what's to that? Fill in the blank. Hmm. He said, we're in a transition season and this season is about to end. That's what he said. This is, this is back... Uh, Month, month and a half ago? Did you know that you can't cross over into fall taking summer into it? Just not how it is. Did you know that you cannot take winter into spring? It just doesn't work like that. When snow's on the ground, I don't go outside and be like, What a great summer day. This is so beautiful. Oh my word. It's summer. Why? Because I'd look I'd look like an absolute idiot. Because when it's summer, it's summer. When it's fall, it's fall. When it's winter, it's winter. I'm giving you some good facts. When it's spring, it's spring. When it's a boy, it's a boy. When it's a girl, it's a girl. When it's a monkey, it's a monkey. Dude, Wilbur came to me the other day, he goes, Dad, I'm a cat. He's like, no, you're a dog, shut up. We're in a sick world. And I promise you, if you release a video on YouTube in the middle of winter in your bathing suit saying, I love summer! It's so great. People are gonna be right on you saying, Dude, you're an idiot. But if you dress up and you're a dude and you dress up in a dress and say, I'm a woman, you'll be like, Wow, we're so proud of you. Oh, you're so courageous. So glad that you built up the courage to come out. Running down the beach in your Speedo when it's snow on the ground. (laughs) This is so great. It's summer. I love the water. Dude, you're crazy. You're nuts. It's winter. What are you doing? That water is freezing. Well, I mean, I felt like a dude. So, I mean, if I felt it, it must be it, right? so bold and you didn't even care what people thought if Christians were half as bold (laughs) dude if Christians were half as bold to get out and stand for what we believe in (laughs) this world wouldn't be the same it wouldn't be the same I was watching a documentary and 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 uh the guy was interviewing a girl that was a wolf. Has anybody seen this? You seen this? He was interviewing a girl that was a wolf. And he said, well, can you can you, tell me, can you, you know, t- talk to me like you would communicate with them?" She goes, oh, no, can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> so we're beyond disgust. We're beyond. We're beyond even thinking. Oh well, that's got to be sin. No, no, no. We're beyond all of that. We're so down deep in the dark. Our world is so far off. Our, our our thinking is so blurred that now it's so acceptable to say, "Hey, do you can you define this?" No, I can't define it because I don't want to be hated. I mean, look at the way that the police have to act now because of everything that happened. Not even wanting to to, to pull people over anymore. Oh, I don't want anything to happen. Well, yeah, I wouldn't either. Because we're living in a world of idiots. They can't listen to authority. I'm telling you, when spiritual authority starts to rise, the demonic have to fall. They have to fall. But it's not normal authority. This is not management authority. This is not corporate America authority. Understand, it doesn't matter how big your building is, it's how big your Bible is. How much do you know of your word, and can you apply it and set the captives free? It's truth here from here. It's knowing the word so that you can release the word in love. But love doesn't always feel good. And let me help church out this morning. Just because you don't feel supported in your decisions doesn't make your decisions right for you to leave and go somewhere else so that you can make those bad decisions somewhere else. The only thing we've ever preached here is the word of God. The only thing we've ever done here is lean from the word of God. If it's not the word of God, we don't want it. If you want something not other than the word of God, you can go somewhere else. Because this place doesn't host that. We will never host that. We will never be a church that caters. Well, aren't you worried about driving them off? Jesus wasn't. Get thee behind me, Satan. One of his disciples was like, oh. (laughs) I shouldn't have stepped in front of him. Oh, who who do you think you are rebuking me? I rebuke you. Get thee behind me, Satan. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I should have never said that. My bad. But nowadays it's, I stand for freedom. (laughs) Oh, we're so happy we support you. Oh, allowance. And where there's allowance, it's taken advantage of. The church has allowed a lot. And so the church has been taken advantage of a lot. And I love that people think they they trump God. I love that people think that they have power I love it. I I love the fact that people actually think they're stronger than the word of God and that their opinion matters. (laughs) Dude, I could give two little diddlies about your opinion. If your opinion doesn't line up with the word of God, it means nothing to me. It's void. It's invalid in my life. I don't ever want to hear your opinion again if it doesn't line up with the word of God. Well, I think you were I think you were in a bad place. We had a donation made in honor of the power place to Planned Parenthood this last week. You're sick. You're sick. And I love that people think they can play with God. And you know what that tells me? We're doing something right. You think your measly little donation is going to do something? No. We're coming against demonic spirits, and we're going to see this thing through. This isn't something we're just posting once and getting away from. We're going to see babies live in Jesus' name. We're standing up for something in a new way. I'm not backing down. We'll get people involved to shut you down. I ain't playing games. This isn't a games-playing church. We mean business. You just wasted your money, world. You foul, demonic spirit. Now, welcome here. You stand to murder babies that much that you are willing to get rid of your money to donate on, the, on behalf and in honor of the power place and Pastor Greg. You sick, demonic spirit. And I love the fact that they're probably sitting back on their couch being like, ha, <laughs> ha. The same way the devil laughs at you every time you mess up. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Oh, God's doing it. Got the text from Pastor Greg with the attachment email and my spirit leaked. Don't worry, the donation probably wasn't that much. It ain't gonna do nothing. What the world thought they had. God says, let me fight on your behalf. You, shh, I'll fight. Your enemies will hate the fact that they got involved. You know how many people we've had come against us at the power plates that have tried to shut us down? And God has literally taken, nope, not today. And so many times I go to my dad and be like, don't you want to do something? Like, like say something? Like, be loud about it? You know, like, I don't know. And he's like, word of God. I'm like, oh, yeah, forgot that. (laughs) 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 Cheers. But the world wants to play. Worship, Ben, you can come. I'm wrapping up now. one of the new eras that Pastor Zane released over the house was (laughs) we're entering a double portion era. Not a single portion. This is like a Thanksgiving meal. A double portion era. Meaning you can have double of his presence, double of his blessing. God is pouring out over and over and over again. I just felt in my spirit, but uh, I need to share this real quick. Uh, some of you are, are in the room or maybe you're watching online, I don't know where, I just felt it in my spirit so heavy um, that you have someone in your family that's living in sin uh, that maybe is dealing with gender identity or, or something like that and you're like, yeah, but you're, you're, you're literally getting rid of them. No, no, no. Love them, don't accept the sin. Okay? Okay? you hear me? You love the person. We don't accept the sin. So when we sit in the same room and they try to change your, you know, give all of these ideologies and and this, this, you know, whoa, this, but this is why it's not, oh, I see yours. No, no, no. Well, no, I'll never accept that. We'll never see eye to eye, but I love you. We don't have to be doormats. Gosh, let's stop being doormats. We don't have to be doormats. No, 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 no. I don't agree with the sin. What you're doing doesn't please the Father, and it never will. And you can try to change and tweak the Word of God to form around your belief, but that's not accurate. And there is still hell on the other side of your sin. But I love you. Do you hear me? Yes. felt so strong in my spirit. Someone needed to hear that because you're like, oh, I just don't know what to do now because I'm going to go home and I'm going to fight this, this thing. No, no, no. I Love them, hate the sin. Love them, hate the sin. Had someone come up to this altar for, for salvation. And when they came up, uh, as we were embracing, they handed me a bag of medical marijuana and they said, I'm done. I said, I'm done. Two things, two miracles in one moment. two miracles in one moment, salvation, freedom from sin, freedom from addiction in one moment, the same moment. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. I put it in my pocket. Thank the Lord. I got it out before I went home, get pulled over on the way home. Got anything on you, sir? Nothing. I smell something. I don't. Are you sure you're clean? I think so. You're questioning me a lot, and I'm really getting concerned. <laughs> Can you step out of the vehicle? Sure. What's this? I don't know. I don't know how that got there. YouTube, pastor, has medical marijuana. <laughs> oh, my some of you think this is a joke. This is just like a job for us. This is something that we come together and we're like, "Ah, what can we do to please the people this week?" Ah, this is great. Let's let's put something together that's going to wow the crowd. I'm telling you the truth now. This church will never Please hear me. And this is out of complete love. Be about you. Because it's not about me. It's not about the staff. It's not about our feelings. It's a lot of times we get offended. (laughs) And we have to check ourselves. But this church will always be about His presence. Come on, can you stand with me? All over this place, God wants to pour out a double portion this morning. A double portion. A double portion. A double portion. An era of increase, a double portion. An era of increase. And then this this verse was released over the house. Isaiah sixty one. Spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. You know, can can we just all over this place lift our hands? I, w- I want you to to receive this word. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations. And in their riches, you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are people the Lord has blessed. Come on. Verse 10. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels for as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow. So the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. The Lord said the increase will be an increased harvest. Mm. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, Pastor Zane said we are moving into an era of undeniable harvest. We'll experience a bumper crop. We're in it. We're in it. We're in it. We are in it. This is, this is it. This is what it feels like. Oh, Jesus, right now, I pray that your touch, your anointing, Lord, filling all over this room in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, right now, Lord, your mighty hand, your mighty hand, in Jesus' name, Lord, we receive all of you, everything that you are, God, right now in Jesus' name, right now in Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, ah, yeah, Thank thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I just feel freedoms in the room this morning, right now. There's freedom. Something's happening right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Somebody's watching online right now, and you're being wrecked by his presence. (laughs) I I visualize you sitting on your couch. You're sitting on your couch in your living room, and you are being wrecked by his presence. God wants you to know that he, he he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. There's healing going on right now in the room. Healing going on. Somebody's, somebody's dealing with uh, uh, relationships. You're dealing with, with a, uh, almost like a toxic relationship. And God wants you to know He's healing you of that right now. He wants you to know that it's okay to move on. <laughs> You're attached to the feeling of friendship. And He's like, no, 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 it's toxic. Move on. And I'm going to heal you of those wounds. Ooh, that was heavy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord. Thanks for checking out the Powerplace Audio Podcast. If you want more resources for your walk with the Lord, you can visit us online at www.thepowerplace.org. You can check us out on YouTube and Facebook at the Powerplace Church. If you want to watch the service online, and if you want to give, you can text any amount to 84321 or visit the church website.